I'm Chloe Potter, and this is Vision Vibes, the podcast that brings you the inspiring stories of people from all walks of life. Lots of us are lucky enough to take our education for granted. But for women in Afghanistan, education is something they have to risk their lives for. Today's interviewee, Pashtana Durrani, was fortunate. Her father understood the importance of education for her. In a country where women face wide-reaching oppression, he knew it was Pashtana's ticket to greater freedom. Ultimately, it led her to set up secret schools so that she could help as many other girls as possible to enjoy similar freedoms and opportunities. I think everybody needs education, but the sad part is young girls are the only ones who, whose education is politicized. So that's why I work on girls' education and focus on them, because why is their education only political? Um, now, in Afghanistan, you're not allowed to go to a park. You're not allowed to go to school. You're not allowed to teach in a school. You're not allowed to go to university. You're not allowed to go to graduate studies. You cannot work in your own business. You cannot work in anything else other than as a midwife. Um, Yeah, you cannot work in media. You cannot work as a political representative. You cannot run for office. We don't even have constitution to run for office. So all of that. In Afghanistan currently, the one thing that I'm struggling with is um, ensuring that these things continue because um, we are struggling with a lot of uh, resources because people don't care about Afghanistan anymore. A lot of people are focusing on other things. So I was born in a traditional Afghan family. When I was born, I remember my mom tells me sometimes that um, people expected a son (laughs) and I was a daughter. So that was a big disappointment, but my dad was very happy. He was extremely happy. I would struggle at times, like, you know, competing with my cousins was hard. I have a lot of male cousins and I would compete with them. I still do. (laughs) But uh, what would happen with that is like, I would remember I was five, six and my father told me, he's like, your only ticket out of this is education. That's your ticket. And that stuck with me. That still is stuck with me. You know, I still believe in it. My parents believed in the right to education and the right of women to work to live, to be their own people and humans. When the Taliban took power again in 2021, they cracked down on organisations like Pashtanas, freezing their assets and threatening all those involved. The schools continue, but risk assessment is now an even more critical part of what they do. Their priority is to keep everyone safe. I'm so proud. I have never been so proud of anything in my life the way I'm proud of my students and the way they show up to their school. But we are, we make sure that they're not put in extreme danger or direct danger. So we're always mindful about that. We do our own uh, risk assessment management where we look around and see if our students are being followed, if our teachers are being followed. All our bank accounts were blocked. Our offices were taken. I didn't have anything with me, no money, you know. Um, I mean, I didn't believe that they're going to stay in power or anybody is going to let them be in power for that long. I didn't think that me leaving was an option. I remember two of the activists who were put on camera by the Taliban leaders who were discovered, and they were made to say stuff pro-Taliban. 
on international media. And that was this thing that I would never do. I can never do that. And that's where I had to take this decision. I didn't want to leave until the very last few days. I was forced to leave. Having no choice but to flee your home country is a heavy burden to carry. Pashtana has used her grief to fire further activism. After she left Afghanistan in 2021, she managed to keep the schools open. Now she's a visiting fellow at Wellesley College in the United States, and she wants to support the girls who attend her schools in Afghanistan well into the future. She aims to cultivate their ambition. She wants to see them graduate and become leaders of the future, working to reshape Afghanistan society. It's an ambition that echoes Pashtana's own childhood dream, to become the president of Afghanistan. The vision is 34 schools by the end of 2025 in all 34 provinces of Afghanistan. And uh, I think around 300 schools by the end of 2030 in all districts of Afghanistan, so I plan big. Yeah, I'm in for the long run. <laughs> One girl wanted to be a journalist. Uh, that makes me happy, that keeps me motivated. I just like seeing ambitious, thriving young girls who are gonna become amazing women leaders. It's good to have ambitious women. It's good to have ambitious young girls. Believe in yourself like a child. It's very important. Um, and when I was seven, I believed I could be the president of Afghanistan. I still do. <laughs> I still do. I believed I could change the world, and I still do. Our goal is not for a girl to be in school. Our goal is to ensure that they graduate from grade 12, they end up in good colleges, they become their own independent people, and they also become leaders, you know? The goal is to ensure that they become the leaders that Afghanistan deserves. Ashtana encourages us all to believe in ourselves in the same unbridled way that toddlers believe they can walk. Self-belief is such an important ingredient when it comes to achievement, and it's one of the gifts that Pashtana is giving the girls in her schools, encouraging them to set and pursue ambitious goals. Pashtana's work is also a reminder not to take our own opportunities and choices for granted, they are a privilege. I wonder how we can all use our privilege to change the world for the better. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. If you're interested in Afghanistan in particular, you might like to listen to the episode with Fozia Kufi, another woman fighting for change in the country. You can explore other episodes of Vision Vibes on the NHK World Japan website. I'm Chloe Potter. Join us next time to hear more stories from around the world.